Hi and welcome to Soulscape. I'm Jodie, the founder of Solstice, and today I'm joined by Audrey. And we are going to be talking about the new year and what it means to you and how to maybe create a fresh start or a reset or new beginnings in that journey of the new year. Yes, I do love a good new year. <laughs> I love a good fresh start. How do you how do you feel about New Year's? Because it's, it's usually seen as a time for, you know, setting resolutions. And that's a huge, huge marketing ploy as well. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> you know, what are your resolutions this year? Mm. You know? And that's why, like, gyms are filled in January. I was going to say, followed by a gym membership yep. advert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what's, your, what's your relationship to, historically, to New Year's and resolution setting? I've always felt quite calm about New Year. I I haven't ever really done resolutions um, or put a re- very intense focus on the New Year. This must mean something. Um, I think for me, I find it quite an exciting time relating back to what we were talking about on the Winter Solstice podcast, um, that the light's beginning, it's getting lighter, um, getting closer to spring so for me it's more symbolizes that journey and the journey of energy and light and mm. um i've i've never felt an, a sort of draw to do news resolutions or anything like that so for me it it's felt feels quite light and happy and maybe a more of a reminder of what I want to be doing so almost like if you do a vision board or something like that it's like a reminder to bring your thoughts back to being present in what you're wanting to do or your journey um so not necessarily for me starting a new thing Mm. it's just being more present to what Mm -hmm. where I'm wanting to go Mm -hmm. it's like ah okay Christmas is done the winter's done um well not really because it starts to get colder but (laughs) it's starting to get lighter oh okay what was I thinking that I wanted to do where am I wanting to go um let's this burst of sort of energy fly Mm -hmm. and where should we go and what should we do with that yeah it's a great excuse to come back to it come back into focus yeah it's a great excuse to come back into focus come back into awareness notice where you are in life Notice where you are on the path with your self, your goals, your dreams, all of those things. Equally, I'm sure a lot of people feel anxiety around that time and really reject the idea of of this kind of fresh start or resolutions. Uh, historically, I've <laughs> I've uh, kind of I I enjoy it. I like taking advantage of a fresh start, but also time is arbitrary this kind of idea that a year starts in january and ends in december and we just kind of continue on that cycle even though you know i was born in april so it kind of feels like my years start in april but equally the school year starts in september october (laughs) and i've been in school my whole life so yeah and lots of new years are in jan at the end of january or february Mm -hmm. um most different cultures yeah Mm -hmm. definitely so as much as it's uh, a really great kind of time frame to be able to 
come back to self and look at that we also have that opportunity throughout the year yeah which is great to know so it's it's there if you want to use it and equally it's there's no pressure if it's not your right time it's not the right time to do that I like to set I tend to like to set resolutions I do my one from two years ago was particularly enjoyable uh, and I found it fun to bring up when I was around people and at parties and stuff because I think Mm. it's just a funny resolution to have but it's almost like I created a mantra for the year and that was a head of lettuce a day a head of lettuce mm-hmm. so I eat. challenged myself to eat some kind of it morphed into either a head of lettuce or like a whole bag of spinach or some kind of I love this. some kind of full-size portion yeah that you can buy in a grocery store of a green and I challenged Amazing. myself to eat it every single day now I didn't I didn't <laughs> I failed <laughs> but did I eat more lettuce that year yeah 100% so it's a win yeah but there was just something funny about having like this weird little goal motto mm. that that's not too heavy. Just being like, yeah, I'm going to eat a whole head of lettuce every single day. You watch me. <laughs> and, you know, I did it for a good few months. It was, yeah. it was pretty. I had lettuce all over my kitchen. Half <laughs> eaten lettuce. Yeah. You know, if you have to buy, if you go grocery shopping once a week and you have to get seven heads that's of lettuce. an expensive resolution. <laughs> Non-seasonal lettuce. <laughs> yes. But anyways, I enjoyed it. And so I think I have a bit of like a lighthearted outlook on resolutions. I was going to say, because with that, did you you feel disappointment when you didn't do it? Or were you doing it it with lightheartedness and let's just do it. It's quite fun. And when I'm eventually not doing it anymore, it was good for what it was rather than the pressure of, my God, I failed. It hasn't happened. I didn't take it too seriously. I think... I think when you don't have it it's not high stakes you know and I think for instance uh we brought up the gym membership thing because it's a classic one where it's like new year's resolution I'm getting fit this year you know which is fantastic it's great to move your body it's great but it's also tied in with a lot of um you know mental health issues around and also like societal aesthetic perceptions of what we should look like and what's you know rather than what's healthy and so I think if you have a resolution that's tied to to that and you're more focused about how you look it can go sour Mm. when you skip the gym that week that month whatever and then you can beat yourself up whereas the lettuce one it's like well (laughs) i guess i'll eat a lettuce next (laughs) next time (laughs) the next day so it's it was low stakes in that way and maybe back to the, the gym it's rather than about um, how you look or how much weight you're doing or this or that about how you're feeling um, because then if you're connected to how you're feeling so oh maybe I'll do some more movement to help mm-hmm. me feel more energized and to help me feel um, my my brain fog to go away mm-hmm. and then when you're when you start it and you might come have a few days when actually how am I feeling I've got to do some movement actually how am I feeling Mm -hmm. I'm feeling quite lethargic today um I'm about to come on my period or I've had um something happen with in friendships or work that's making me feel quite drained Mm -hmm. I'm feeling drained let's acknowledge that and do what is needed in that moment Mm -hmm. about how you feel rather than this um 
I've got to look that way. I've got to do this. Mm-hmm. It'll be about that. Well, so I, that's the thing. I, mm. I think I wish we were taught how to really listen to our bodies. Yeah. Because I don't think we, as a whole, as like a collective, get that kind of education passed down, knowledge yeah. passed down. Uh, and equally, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong about having some kind of aesthetic goal. But there's it's such a slippery slope definitely um it's so easy to fall into the traps of of you know self-harm really with that so but i think it's so it's so true if you can't really go wrong if you're listening to your body and you're really yeah. listening to what it needs like there's a there was um, a friend um pointed me in the direction of a um a podcast that brene brown did with um, dr mark brackett and it was um, on permission to feel and about emotional intelligence and um, about teaching right from the young years from children about emotional awareness and emotional intelligence Mm -hmm. and how to understand how you're feeling. Um, And when someone feels angry or like if you're experiencing someone else feeling angry or feeling this or you're having a feeling um because most people don't have emotional awareness and intelligence and not being in a um, patronizing way it's just the society Mm -hmm. that we've grown up in and people usually identify or often identify the feeling that they're viewing or feeling themselves as the secondary thing that's actually happening Mm -hmm. so then they try to help themselves or this other person Mm -hmm. based on the wrong feeling Mm -hmm. so if someone's having a massive tantrum a kid having a massive tantrum or or even an adult Mm. and you react to them by trying to do something then it it won't help the situation because you're not actually dealing with the feeling that they're actually Mm -hmm. feeling and you break it down and, and then you find out what they are feeling like if it's sadness or embarrassment and then you can go there and mm-hmm. help them with that or help yourself with that mm-hmm. um so which is it's it's very much breaking it down right to the the core and going back to basics which is kind of what we how we started with this podcast as well of not having before you can set an intention set a resolution new year's resolution however you choose to do it I'm not saying news resolutions are bad like if that's if that's what works for you then that's amazing um but before you can really even go down that journey it's laying the groundwork for where you start from mm-hmm. and coming back to the, your center and your zero which is in mm-hmm. a few days we're going to be releasing our first podcast in an amazing series that we're doing with uh, B is going to be joining us and it's bringing in the tarot cards and using them as a facilitator to dive deeper into amazing conversations and the first tarot in the major arcana, major arcana. Mm-hmm. I'm learning <laughs> I'm getting it um is the fool and that's the one that we're going to be discussing and it's number zero it's zero yeah mm-hmm. so the first isn't before you can even start with one. start with one you have start to go nothing. back to zero <laughs> yeah and so when you're if you're coming to the new year and thinking oh what right i'm gonna 
breath of fresh air or do New Year's resolution or go into this journey, it's coming back first to really be aware of yourself, your body, your feelings, um, which is what was good from the winter solstice, the letting go ceremony or what you can do on a full moon you can do it anytime you don't have to do it on one of those is writing down the things that you want to let go of and you can throw that piece of paper away or burn it or you can even say the words out loud however resonates for you and it's releasing those things to bring you back to a very centered grounded base place Mm. to work from definitely i think that's it's so important because one huge big collective coping mechanism that we have for not sitting with our own feelings and our own emotions and our own selves is to keep busy and keep things um in the material world in the material realm whether that's through work through uh deciding that we're upset about something uh you know what i'm upset because a guy looked at me weird uh when i was walking down the street and now i'm pissed off for the rest of the day i'm pissed off because he looked at me like that So we can decide, okay, that happened. We're not claiming, what we're not doing is saying, you know what, I'm pissed off. I'm upset. I'm annoyed. We're saying, no, he he annoyed me because he looked at me. Mm. So it's it's almost like it's unbearable to sit with us just being upset. Yeah. And so we have to ascribe it to something else external to us. Like, no, it's because that's happening. That's also why, I mean, it can form so many different ways in coping. But, you know, some people have a big breakup or have something big happen in their lives and they'll be like i just need to get out i need to get out of this country i need to go travel right i need to just leave yeah and if i travel and leave i'll be fine because you know what the issue is here the issue is this place i hate everyone here like i've (laughs) I've heard so many friends be like the men in london i hate the men in Mm -hmm. london i need to leave (laughs) it's like okay fair (laughs) you know and you leave and you hate men elsewhere (laughs) or or you're not happy when you go because it's actually not about the environment it's happening internally and i think that links totally back to this idea of resolution making and if we stick with this you know old traditional way of making resolutions which is i'm gonna get fit and i'm gonna eat very healthy and i'm going and it's just all these very like um on one level has some nice kind of healthy bits to it on another level it's just very it's working with the material realm it's surface it's very surface mm. level we're not thinking and what you were kind of saying coming back to yourself we're not thinking well what happens if we come back to ourselves and really check in what does it mean to really check in with yourself of where you are right now at this moment and what's sitting with you what's swirling around what's happening in your body mm. and then how do we set i guess this was another question i had for you if you know if you had any any thoughts about how you, after you come back to yourself, or maybe how you come back to yourself, how do you set almost spiritual or emotional or internal intentions for change for the year? Mm. Because everything is so physical and material and practical, which is great. But again, we're ignoring something really massive, mm. which is underlying everything. Yeah. I'm, when you were talking, then it made me think of when you said about the, um, the person feeling annoyed because the guy looked at them and actually it, it, the feeling was created because of the action of how the guy looked mm-hmm. um, 
but the that annoyed feeling could be released quite easily so like, yeah he made he made me feel that but uh, okay we've moved on i'm carrying on and so it's kind of looking at why it's staying and why um has it triggered something has it triggered mm-hmm. um an emotion from or a moment where someone did something that made that brought that feeling mm-hmm. and it it carried on it didn't let go and you couldn't deal with it and you couldn't stop that feeling mm-hmm. and so when and you can correct me from if if i'm saying anything um psychotherapy i love that psychotherapy um that I always thought trauma was like had to be a big occasion and it was like a traumatic thing that was yeah yeah. and then I understood that it's a situation that your body can't emotionally cope with and it can be the tiniest thing but you haven't got the emotional intelligence or ability to deal with so um if at school we're friends go and do something and you're left behind mm-hmm. it, it might be a tiny thing but you you don't know how to deal with that and then that moment there was someone was telling me about a guy who he only realized later in life that an occasion in his childhood had affected so many of the his situations in life and it was mm-hmm. an, it was an occasion where he was at a party or something with all his friends and he was having an amazing time and his dad wanted to spend a really special moment with him I think it was his bar mitzvah or something like that and so the dad took the son out to spend a really special moment what the dad thought Mm -hmm. and the boy what he felt in that situation was he was being taken away from all his friends Mm -hmm. where they were having a really amazing time and he missed out on that moment with them Mm -hmm. and that later in life he then realised that that moment had made him try to overcompensate in so many friendship situations to not be left behind Mm -hmm. to not be left out and um that one tiny moment that he hadn't even realized really had happened had affected all of those continual situations Mm -hmm. and so he might have gone into a situation where people maybe were meeting for dinner and he didn't hear about it and he felt overwhelmingly hurt Mm -hmm. but you wouldn't normally feel that hurt so like when this person Mm -hmm. looked got the guy looked at the person that you were mentioning before it it doesn't really warrant that strong reaction definitely so where has that reaction come from and it's dealing with that situation and acknowledging that that's how you felt then Mm -hmm. but you don't need to carry that with you yeah and we're all walking around with trauma oh massively yeah you know it's it, we're meeting it every single day against each other yeah we're all bringing past stuff <laughs> we're all bringing yeah. childhood trauma we're bringing it all and like you said originally it was thought of as some big event trauma was discovered after wars for ptsd like war trauma yeah and that's how it was discovered and they thought it was just a war thing it was just happening to these men that would be that would go off and come back and be shell-shocked and they first called it like shell shock mm. uh, and then they realized wow everyone has trauma yeah <laughs> wow and and anything can be traumatic right any to that person to that yeah. specific person and something traumatic to you might not be traumatic to me and it all so it, it's all very complex 
like you said and it happens all the time so what happens if we walk around without the awareness that it's happening all the time and to us and what happens if we also don't take responsibility for for our feelings and our emotions yeah that's not to say that we shouldn't we should accept any harm or Mm. um hurt Mm -mm. but like that little example i gave with someone looking at you weird how do we know that they're not just looking off into the distance yeah they sometimes we have weird interactions and our trauma hits each other's trauma and it's just this big mess yeah and sometimes we just we we react out of something else that's stuck in us that's in our bodies and it's actually not happening in front of us it's not the reality of that situation yeah but it's so common oh my god it's just every day we're up against it Mm. and like the example you gave as well any kind of parenting no matter how uh i guess in uh, psychological terms it would be good enough that's the term how how good enough (laughs) yeah um the parenting is the child will always come out with trauma they will always live through something because their experience of the world they'll be hit in different ways yeah and i think i gave i don't remember if i told you this but i think basically i used to throw these massive tantrums i'm a taurus mm-hmm. like, very very stubborn like really chill for ages and then all of a sudden just burst yeah like seeing red massive tantrums <laughs> and i was like like probably two to four years old something like that I definitely had the terrible twos. My parents realized. <laughs> but, okay, we'll come back to that. But terrible twos, it's like, yeah, I'll come back yeah. to that. It's like, even that, it's like, even not that. terrible. It's like, it's, it's your, a lot of emotion. your <laughs> emotional learning and emotional development. Mm-hmm. And it's only terrible because you don't know how to regulate it. So mm-hmm. then it's your uh, caregiver's um, responsibility. That sounds a bit bad, yeah. but it's there it, for them to help you learn how to regulate in situations. And not saying, then there's no tantrums. Of course, there are going to be tantrums, but it's mm-hmm. how you are taught to deal with those exactly. tantrums and to deal, taught to be able to feel that feeling and then know how to come through that feeling exactly. rather than shut it down. Yeah, or, yeah, for sure. And this yeah. was so interesting because my parents tried their very best <laughs> to do this for me <laughs> and they realized the way that it, what usually helped me in those scenarios when I would burst... I, no one could talk to me because the more you tried to talk to me, yeah, the more I freaked out, right? So they realized, oh, wow, I think the only thing that works for Audrey right now is to let her be alone, right? Yeah. So they used to put me in a room and let me be alone and I'd cry and I'd cry and cry until I wouldn't. Yeah. Sometimes it would take five minutes. Sometimes I'm sure it would take ages, mm. but I would calm myself down. And mm. so there was a way of me learning how to regulate myself in that. But equally, I realized as I got older, I I didn't think I was allowed to ever really be angry around people. So, and if I were to get really angry, I'd usually burst into tears and run out. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to deal with that kind of, I don't know how to deal with confrontation. Because I was so used to being put alone. And as a kid, you know, I, well, I guess from the parent perspective, they were like, this is the only way that helps Audrey. And she just needs to be alone right now. No one speak to her. Let her yeah. be alone. Yeah really nice thing to do yeah and from my little kid perspective i went when i'm angry they don't like me when i scream they make me be alone Mm. so i shouldn't scream and be angry anymore because then they're gonna put me away right (laughs) which is so sad mom and dad listening (laughs) (laughs) sorry mom and dad love you guys (laughs) which is like um love them 
yeah, great people. They're amazing. <laughs> I, I, I want to go and live with them in Sweden. <laughs> great they people. Just... Fantastic. But this is this is the thing. I don't mean it? that's a joke. I actually do. They sound <laughs> like the best. <laughs> Can you adopt me? <laughs> no, but I love my mom and dad too. But I'm kind of a second Swedish mom yeah, and dad. We should. I know they need to have some kind of fun retreat, and we need to go <gasps> stay with them. Like, amazing. <laughs> but yes. yeah, you can't you can't escape trauma. Mm. You can't escape those experiences you have. No matter whatever the misunderstanding is, no matter yeah. what intended harm or not or intended love and care, the way that it's done will impact you in different ways yeah and we come out that and so now i'm you know in my 20s going shoot i don't know how to <laughs> be angry yeah. maybe i should work on that mm, okay i take it to therapy and i'm like when i'm really angry i don't know how to actually like set boundaries i actually just cry <laughs> and run away yeah. so how do i and then you start working on it and now i've, I've even seen changes i've been like wow i can can hold my own a little bit more yeah can be a little bit more no I'm, I'm okay with being angry here but i'm also not gonna yell and scream and be aggressive <laughs> yeah because that's not okay but being angry is okay yeah you know yeah and wow we went off such a tangent <laughs> i know <laughs> i love it <laughs> whoops i can't remember what the original question was well the original topic of the episode <laughs> is new year's <laughs> and reset and we went into coming trauma. back to yourself <laughs> Yeah, I, I think the, yeah, it was going on how to be able to start from a base place. And mm-hmm. if you're understanding yep. more, becoming more understanding and more aware of yourself and how you react to things, mm-hmm. where that might have come from and acknowledging it, but then saying, mm, that doesn't serve me or I didn't learn this at that time. How can I learn how to cope with this? situation going forward um all of those things it's 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 what people call self-healing self-understanding um and it doesn't have to be a hippie thing and like a a woo it's like it's it's coming back to understanding yourself Mm -hmm. and which I feel like the world is doing so much more now I don't know if it's covid and also people feeling like they can say that they're they, they take care of themselves mm-hmm. people can say they go and have therapy when nothing's massively wrong but you just know you need tools that someone has studied mm-hmm. or has intuition for that you maybe don't have and people can say that they're going to have a massage or they're going to go to yoga and all this stuff whereas a few years ago it was a bit of a stigma around it mm. um so all of those things help you come back to that zero mm-hmm. that base yeah which then you can start easier from but saying that you also if you feel like that journey to get back to zero is far mm-hmm. that don't put that pressure on as well it's like oh my gosh I can't go forward until I'm back to zero mm. it's ag- acknowledging where you are in yourself and what you can do for this moment mm-hmm. yeah because I don't know if it's possible to always like fully get back to zero no. anyways but I think there's moments where you can hit on that yeah you know so in this moment I feel like I'm calm here and this calm place I can go forward for mm-hmm. a bit and it, it doesn't have to be huge and you can plant seeds you don't yeah need to make giant goals and so true with finding ways to either get involved in therapy like tr- more traditional therapy or therapeutic practices yeah something that can be therapeutic to you 
whether that's something you just really like doing can be therapeutic cooking crafts i don't know anything can be therapeutic dancing and finding those kinds of ways through i think is a really good really good starting point jumping off point to be like what when you're back to this kind of zone ground zero whatever um what makes you happy what are the general basis is that make like what makes mm. you happy mm. if you think oh friends and family okay so we're talking family community relationships what about relationships what's important to you about relationships what what kind of what kind of care do your relationships need at this moment or what is there anything that you see you're wanting to heal in relationships so you start kind of looking at those things you go hmm and we can even with relationships we can do the work on it by ourselves for the most part, we mm. really can. It's put, yeah, putting out there what you want from someone or having the boundaries up. or mm-hmm. um, And when you were saying the zero, then it made me actually feel, when I think of being in a zero place, I feel like not being up in my head and thinking of just like mm-hmm. when you're in your head, you, all your thoughts go really fast and your voice goes higher. And then when you um, come back down, it's for me, I physically feel feel like it's in my solar plexus Mm. and um i feel like my voice is there my energy is there so if you don't know how to get to zero like oh shit i can't get to zero what how do i get to zero it's maybe even just taking a moment to do some breathing Mm -hmm. and deep breaths and then bringing your awareness and everything in your energy to the center to your solar plexus and grounding Mm. And so zero doesn't have to be you're healed and (laughs) no, all of your bad stuff has gone away. It might be that bringing your energy down to being Mm centred to then really understanding what would serve you in going forward Mm -hmm. in a journey. And maybe your journey to ground zero is figuring out your journey to ground zero. Yeah. (laughs) You know, finding those ways to come back to self. I think on a fundamental level, we all need our own very personal tools to come back to ourselves, whatever that means. Uh, I've, I've found so much um, inspiration in that sense from being in personal therapy, for sure. Yeah. And equally doing, creating art and doing things I love to do. So to kind of find your modes, your ways of, of hitting the points that kind of maybe a little Marie Kondo spark the joy, spark mm. the joy in you, you know? I think is is incredibly important and like I kind of mentioned before if if a big priority of yours is people around you and the relationships amazing what if it's community so the wider relationships okay community think about the clubs the, the communities you can reach out to the ways that you can connect with people equally maybe it's more internal about yourself it's like I want I want to practice self-care self-love okay what does that mean let's explore that finding time with yourself it's really hard for a lot of people to be alone mm. how do we learn to spend time with ourselves I patch that alone. relationship up <laughs> too. some people don't though no i know a lot of people don't and um so it's it's it's, it's not looking around to see what others are doing it's really checking oh, in with yourself yeah. i think so yeah. yeah and maybe not trying to think too much like mm-hmm. when i when i've tried to think well, what should i be doing what should that's when i kind of get too Mm-hmm. like fuzzy like I'm like I will. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and actually I just sort of let it happen mm-hmm. um, but in a calm way and I don't really let it happen because I do focus my energy in a way but take the pressure off yeah yeah and and that going back to what we said before as well that whole pressure of a new year's resolution make one if you want to make one definitely but not in a pressured way yeah and if you think about release the pressure instead of the pressure you could come at it with curiosity so you I could say that. with curiosity instead of the pressure come with it with curiosity right yeah because if you think about even setting a practical i love like you, you heard my lettuce one i love yeah. a good practical goal <laughs> but also what happened so you know i set the lettuce thing okay one head of lettuce a day huh check in with yourself after a month of doing that what's that brought you yeah what, how how is that like spoke to your soul <laughs> you yeah. know like what is it saying to you and equally you know what if you embark on doing fifteen thousand steps a day okay test that out then don't just do it and then forget about it think what how, what is that giving you mm. what is how is it nourishing you what is it doing for you and you know there's all these different things there's educational goals you can make you know we're gonna finish my master's um, there's, there's all these different kinds of very physical goals and I'm a fan of those but I'm a fan of them if you are thinking about ways that they'll come back yeah like you're putting it out there and how are they coming back into you I'm doing this like wave motion yeah. like back into myself and how is it how is it nurturing you how yeah. is it offering love to you and others yeah. oh I was gonna say I I just off the top of your head if you had any ideas for resolutions for yourself that you wanted to share with the listeners you don't have to if it's personal <laughs> I just took a deep breath mm. like Audrey stop exposing me stop <laughs> yeah. making me talk about myself yeah. no <laughs> okay fair. That's um, I, had, I hadn't had any thoughts of a new resolution <laughs> that I was going to do or I was just thinking is there one that I'm going to do I'm like Mm. no <laughs> um, I, I've, I've got well there's lots of new things that I'm excited to start that I was already planning and interestingly actually I've like different ways the business is going to go um, in a really exciting way don't worry we're not going anywhere <laughs> um, and I guess uh, uh, quite a few of them I've been saying oh yeah we'll start it in the new year not meaning like a new year's resolution but that those words have just come out of my mouth mm-hmm. like it's a lovely time to start mm-hmm. that process yeah it's right let's just get our heads down get through christmas get through this busy time and this crazy time and then this lovely time with family and um where we're all just um sort of shut off from life for a bit and go with our family and friends and then new year we'll come back from our little hibernation place Mm -hmm. and then we can start all the really cool ideas Mm -hmm. so i guess in a roundabout way i have been saying it to myself without realizing so yes (laughs) i'll take my no to a yes nice um you talked yourself through that one (laughs) (laughs) thank you for this session audrey (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so I think it's it's in a non because I didn't realize it it's because it's in a non-pressured way it's like oh, okay yeah let's do that and let's go let's start doing those ideas mm-hmm. rather than okay this is the goal that I want to get to and if I don't then it's a pressure and a failure yeah 
I, I think I go more with, I, I think generally in life, actually, I start the journey and then I'm really open to where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. I don't usually have goals, like set goals. I have ideas of the way and the journey that I would like it to go mm-hmm. and things that I would like to happen on that journey and far into that journey. But it's infinite. Yeah. I I don't necess- I don't usually have an end goal with things because you never know where things are going to grow into and I yeah. that excites me the the growing and the um the way things change and ha- leaving it malleable mm-hmm. for other things to come in that may take it in a totally different way that you weren't expecting but it's even more exciting. Yeah, and I think that's so uh inspiring as well I think it's really that kind of outlook on life and projects and dreams and goals is really important to have and also to keep in mind that a lot of goals uh, are habits or you know things that we might be like oh how can my life run more smoothly day to day or sometimes they are just kind of daily things but also those can't be changed overnight usually yeah some people like to quit, quit things cold turkey or start things whatever I don't know what the equivalent of that would be. But habits need to be built up. They they take work. They take a journey. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying, along the journey, there's milestones, steps. And equally, I think those should be celebrated. The journey itself yeah. should be celebrated, not just that end goal, that yeah. product. And those those little, like you say, milestones in between. And, and I know people work, some people work really well with having that, that near thing to work towards Mm. like say if someone's trying to um deal with addiction or something that they have to take one day at a time it's like right i'm going to get through this day the end of this day and to them they need that little milestone Mm -hmm. but again it's a milestone on the long journey rather than at the end of the day yep that's done Mm -hmm. it's not it's part of this whole long journey and being able to um, be malleable to what might happen mm-hmm. and know that other things might come in that might make it easier or difficult and going with that because things will happen to knock you off so if you're so fixed on a really specific end thing then it's easier to be knocked off you'll fall hard yeah yeah and then it's hard to get back on yeah definitely and to embrace that there's ups and downs and everything Mm. it's always going to be challenges and blocks and obstacles to jump over to go under to go around to go through and And that's the creativity of that yeah to find those ways you learn through that yeah Yeah. it's a lesson i might something you might have got knocked off or done something in inverted commas wrong but it's like actually it's only a mistake or wrong if i don't learn from it so mm-hmm. why did why did that happen and how could I make it not happen or not happen as bad or as much or not affect me as much next time? Mm-hmm. Um, this is a great leeway into the episode that will be coming out about a week after this one. Yeah. A little bit after about the fool. Yeah. Thinking On about the 1st of January. We're gonna bring, yeah, yeah. Thinking about failure. Yeah. So right after this episode, check that one out. Yeah. Cause it's talking about how do we how do we jump off the cliff into possibilities and those possibilities. Yeah. Very exciting. Fresh starts. New year, new me. Love that. (laughs) 
cool. will definitely be a new me. I'm going to come back and be like, hi, Jodie, it's new. I love it. And I love lettuce heads again. Yeah, who knows? I might bring back the lettuce. Maybe we should document it. That'd be so fun. Audrey with lettuce heads. Round two. This year, it's gonna. I'm going to last the whole year. Who wants to fund my journey? <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. Anyways. Well, I hope you guys all have an amazing new year, whatever you do. And we shall see you next year. Yeah. See you on the first for the episode about the fool. Bye, guys. Bye.